But I believe, my opinion, smart goals are, are j they just scratch the surface. Okay. Some of us sometimes who like to talk will get accused of being know-it-alls, but others of us. And so there's a lot of us that know, hey, I am the sanctification part. The discipleship part is less about the fork in the road moments. And it's about Bruce Lawn. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Who knows what SMART goals are? You guys know what SMART goals are? SMART goals. SMART goals are goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant to your life, and timely. That's what a SMART goal is. Now, SMART goals are, are, are good. I think they're helpful. I think you can make specific, measurable, achievable, relatable, time-based goals, and I think that'll uh, move you further along. But I believe, my opinion, SMART goals, are, are j they just scratch the surface. And I think there's a, there's a juxtaposition here that we also need to address. I did about 80% of my one-year Bible last year. If I'm honest with you guys, I'm just keeping it honest. I may take another stab at it this year. We'll see. I'm already two days behind. <laughs> but... Uh, I also, I've done this since 2016, and I go on and off of this. But check this out. It says, this is from January 2nd, which is today. Um, this is talking about this idea of knowing, okay? And so I, I really like this, and, and, it, and, it, and it, it drove something home, and then I'm going to connect it to the idea of SMART goals, okay? So, so just bear with me as I read through this, okay? It says, sin makes this drive, and these gifts dangerous, okay? The gifts he's talking about is the, being super analytical, um, the gifts of... Um, the way we've been set up to all be theologians and philosophers and thinkers, right? We're all that way, right? It says, but sin makes this drive and these gifts dangerous. They tempt us to think that we can find our hearts by figuring it all out. It's the, if only I could understand this or that, that I'd be secure way of living. But it never works. In your most brilliant moment, you will still be left with mystery in your life, sometimes even painful mystery. We all face things that appear to make little sense and don't seem to serve any good purpose. So rest is never found in the quest to understand it all. No, rest is found in trusting the one who understands it all and rules it all for his glory. Rest is found in trusting the one, Christ Jesus, who understands it all and rules all things for his glory. Okay? Few pa few passages capture the uh capture that rest better than Psalm 62 verse 5 through 7 for God alone oh my soul wait in silence for my hope is from him. He is he only is my rock and my salvation my fortress I shall not be shaken. On God rests my salvation and my glory. My mighty rock, my refuge is God. Okay? Some of us sometimes who like to talk will get accused of being know-it-alls. But others of us We'll literally want to know it all. We'll want to know all the details about our life. We'll want to know God's plans for our life. We'll want to know 
everything we can learn about our purpose and our vocation and our ministry and our calling and our spiritual gifts and our personality. And what are we on a Myers-Briggs? And what kind of Enneagram am I? And if I could just learn all of this stuff about myself, then I will be secure. But the reality is, you knowing everything about yourself or your said light lot in life or whatever thing that you have, you knowing all these things is still going to fall short in giving you that security you are desiring. It's still going to fall short in giving you that security you're desiring. You knowing it all, you, you having all the answers is still not going to give you that security you're hoping for. Matter of fact, I would argue anything outside of Christ Jesus isn't going to give you the security you're looking for, okay? Because there's, there's, there's one, your soul needs to be in relationship with God, in my humble opinion. Two, there's a huge gap between knowing and doing. <laughs> there's a huge gap between knowing and doing. And as many of us know the right things we should do, the right goals we should make, the things we need to cut out, the people we need to avoid, the activities we need to minimize, there's a massive chasm between knowing and having all the great information, which many of us can get access to right here, and executing and doing, okay, and executing and doing. And this became more evident to me, and this, I'm just speaking on me. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to project anything on anyone, even though it's the new year. I'm just speaking on me. I'm two weeks in onto this empty bucket plan. My brother Alan Parr hooked me up, and, uh, and, and, and it's been going well, okay? I'm, I'm 10 pounds down. Praise God. Now, not projecting on you. In me, I knew that I said I valued health and fitness, I had all the right information about health and fitness. I had gotten super shredded before. I knew all the things to do, but my actions said otherwise. I was incongruent with the value I said I had and the goal I said I had with what I was actually doing on a day-to-day -day basis. And so if we are sober about ourselves, and now one, we forget a whole lot. We forget a whole lot. I feel like that's why throughout the Old Testament, God keeps reminding them, I am the God that took you out of Egypt. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Like he keeps, he has to keep reminding them. Two, we think we know more than we do. We think we know more than we do. I thought I knew more about fitness than I really do. And, and, and so when you think you know more, you don't tend to be very teachable and coachable. You get arrogant. You get prideful. You get, right? I got it, right? And... When you don't, when you when you think you know more, you then will not be willing to submit and follow a system. And so, even though I said I valued these things, I was incongruent with said values. I forgot a lot of the stuff I learned in terms of what helped me get fit 2018, 2019. And I was then uncoachable and unteachable, right? I was then uncoachable and unteachable. And so the chasm between knowing the right things and doing the right things is massive for many of us. Pride absolutely is a, is a major issue. The tension of thinking you, you're the smartest person in the room, right? And so there's a lot of us that know, hey, I am, I am overweight, which I am. It's okay. I'll own it. I'm overweight, but 
I'm, I'm lacking the capacity to bridge the, the gap of the chasm of the things that I know I should be doing and doing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And I think this is where, hey, you may not know I make music, but I have a brand new song that just came out. Here's a quick preview. I went from being a porn addict to sharing the gospel with a porn actress who was criticized for being low status by the same OnlyFans who treat us so lavish. I'm confused. I swear y'all thought he did doing podcasts, hot takes. He still can rap. Now, this is my first song that I've released in over a year. So I need you to go to Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you consume music and stream too soon right now. Add it to your favorite playlist, share it with a friend. So hit the link in the description or go to ruslantothemoon.com to stream too soon now. I'll see you over there. This is where smart goals or any type of New Year's resolution can be unhelpful because you get consumed with the dreaming and the vision and if I could be this way and right that you often overlook the basics of what it really takes and the basics of what it really takes to fill in any goal, read your Bible more, go to church, stop looking at things you shouldn't be looking at, whatever those things are is not at the, in these fork in the road moments. It's not in these fork in the road moments. Many of us think we got these fork in the road moments. And this day I will choose, me and my family will choose to follow the Lord and all, right? Yes, you have those at the point of salvation when you repent and believe. If you repent, you change your mind about being your own God, right? And then you believe, okay? And so we have that, but the sanctification part, the discipleship part is less about the fork in the road moments and it's about consistently doing the very things that you find boring, consistently doing the very things that are in contrast with your flesh, consistently doing the very things that you think you're above. <laughs> if you listen to anyone that's deconverted or, or, or walked away from the faith, it usually starts with the little things. They stop reading their Bible. They stop going to church. They just kind of think, I've read the Bible. I've kind of been there, done that. And so they're kind of like above these things. And then what happens is there becomes a slow drift. And then over time, the, from where you were attempting to go to where you drifted to, you, you're a totally different person, right? You, you said you valued this, but there was a, and that, and that, this is directly the path in my fitness thing. And so I had an opportunity presented to me to jump in a part of a program that I knew was had a proof of concept of someone that I knew. My brother Alan Parr went through it, crushed it, is doing well, lost the weight, kept the weight off, looks like freaking John Jones in person. Alan looks like a completely different person. I wish he would change his thumbnail photos. <laughs> right? And so I had to then humble myself and do things that seem counterintuitive in the moment. I'll give you one example, and then we'll stop with the fitness thing because some of you guys get really triggered when I talk about fitness. Uh, Alan and my coach was like, hey, you, you, you really shouldn't lift for the first six to eight weeks of this program. We're trying to deplete your glycogen so you can get off of 
uh, starchy carbs and processed carbs and get you using your fat reserves. And then we're going to incorporate glycogen. And that six to eight weeks in, that's when you're going to be working out. Now, if you guys know, I, I, I haven't skipped a week of working out in years with the caveat of like when I'm in Israel or when I'm traveling. When I'm home, I don't skip working out. And so like I have to do something that seems counterintuitive, but I have to submit to the process, which is difficult because I'm not as smart as I think I am because I don't have all the answers because I because there's people that are smarter than me, right? Because I mean, I was incongruent with my values and I just need to submit and follow a system. And so that gap between knowing and doing is massive. And, and if I am willing to commit to the daily things of whatever my goal is. My goal right now, two weeks ago, is to lose to lose 30, uh, 30 pounds, right? This week, I'm, I'm down 10 pounds. That's my goal. Now, I've had the same goal for two years. I've literally had the same goal for, for a year and a half since my daughter was born. I've had the same goal, right? But what I'm, what I'm realizing is in order to be successful at anything, and these are not salvation issues. This is on this side of eternity. I'm not talking about heaven or hell. Okay, got to say that. In order to be successful, I, I've heard it said like, like this by her, uh, Alex Hermosi. I have to commit to the daily tasks for such a long period of time, the correct daily tasks with the correct smart goals in mind, for such a long period of time that it would be unreasonable for me not to be successful. Anchored on, yes, self-awareness. Anchored on the right goals in the right season. Anchored on, right? You guys following along? I have to be so committed to the process of doing the very things that will get me to my SMART goals so long and, and work so hard on them, not just white knuckle it work hard, right, but work so hard, that it would be unreasonable for me to not lose 30 pounds in the next, or 21, 21 more pounds in the next, whatever it is, six, uh, eight weeks. And I think when we stop and we reevaluate and we take this sort of approach to our new year, and you start stop trying to have these lofty goals and want all the answers from God and need your 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 uh, a foreshadowing of your life story and how it's all gonna go and all these like you stop playing these games and yes absolutely Casey you break it down to what are your daily non-negotiables what are those daily non-negotiables if you could figure those out then you can you have a system around those. And you do them long enough it, to the point where it would be unreasonable for you not to be successful. And so if we're thinking about the 10,000-hour rule, maybe some of you guys have heard of this. Maybe you guys haven't heard of it. At the book Outlier, there's this concept of the 10,000-hour rule. Anything you do for 10,000 hours, uh, you will become an expert at. This is a really interesting conundrum because you could pick up almost any new skill or, 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 or craft with about 20 hours of of deliberate focus, but if you do it for 10,000 hours, you could become an expert at it. But the caveat that people miss all the time is that word deliberate. If you sit down in front of a piano for 20 hours, that doesn't really do anything. You could just pluck around and and not get anywhere. If you sit down in front of a piano with a coach, with a with a tutor, with a trained musician that could sit there and for and in 20 hours, you put in 20 hours of deliberate work on the piano, you can pick up the skill of playing some basic piano. Ten, now, 10,000 hours of deliberate hours get you to the level of being an expert. 
Okay, so you guys, you guys see how big that gap is? 20 hours, you could pick up just about any skill. 10,000 hours, you could become an expert. Now, we can't all become experts at a gajillion different things. We probably got to be a bit more selective, but we can find a couple things that maybe we need to add to our repertoire with just 20 hours of deliberate focus. That deliberate focus, that's the key. So what are those things that you want to do and what are those daily non-negotiables of deliberate focus to, 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 to fill that gap, to fill that gap so you can reach said thing. Hey, this clip is from our daily after party stream. If you enjoyed it, consider signing up for our Patreon community for only $5 a month where you get access to the replays of our daily after party streams as well as the uncut extended versions of our podcast, Discord access that's private, and a discount code for our merch store, only $5 a month. And ultimately, it's the best way to help us conceptualize the gospel of Jesus using media, podcasting, and of course, YouTube. The link for that is in the description or in the pinned comment. The perks are amazing. You should get on there. It's only $5 a month. I'll see you over there, all right? Peace.